Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Well, hello everyone and welcome to today's show that is sponsored by the Dallas Regional Chamber. I'm so proud to have you as a sponsor, Dallas Regional Chamber. You are one of the most established business organizations in the nation. And as a member, I know how important it is as you serve the voice of business and economic development in our fair city. Your goal and mine is to help make Dallas the best place to live and work and thrive in the United States. And today, knowing that economic growth and entrepreneurship is so important to the chamber, I have a guest that's absolutely perfect for talking about just that. To help businesses thrive, particularly small businesses. So I want to welcome today, Matthew Gorgeau. Now with a name like Sokolowski, I really wanna be sure I said it right. Say it beautifully. Gorgeau. Yeah. Gorgeau. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, you did very well. That I was, love yeah. that. Gorgeau. Sokolowski and Gorgeau. We're a team, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to talk about today, Matthew. Uh, I mentioned the word thrive because that's what we are all about in this city is helping businesses and individuals thrive in what they do. And that's what your whole organization is about. It's just such an interesting name, thrive. So tell us about that. Yeah, so first, thanks for having me on. You've had so many great guests. It's an honor to be here. So thank you for the invite. But yeah, so Thrive the Organization, that's what we're doing. We're working with small businesses all across the country, um, really helping them take control of their small business and, and thrive or you know do, be really successful. So what is Thrive? I have a, a, some great brochures here, and this one is really telling me what it what the product is right so describe for this i think i need it number one it's uh an app for small businesses i are one but tell us the uniqueness the brand of thrive and what makes it different yeah sure so um thrive is an all-in-one management solution for small business it's a software system it's an app that uh, entrepreneurs all over the united states can use to uh, communicate with their clients manage their time take payments and um, it was actually created in 2015 by the company Dex Media, right? We launched that uh, Thrive software uh, that year, and we're four years in. We've got close to 60,000 small businesses using the Thrive software all over the country, and wow. it's going pretty well. 60,000. So I know about Dex YP and Dex Media and all of the names that kind of confused me, and now it's Thrive. And so how did the company come into being, kind of putting it all together? Right, so Dex Media is really the result of Supermedia and Dex One merging in 2013. Mm -hmm. um, Supermedia and Dex One are just kind of this uh, mixture of companies over the years, I think over 100 years, that through mergers and acquisitions had kind of come together, names like Verizon, IDARC, GTE, Bell Atlantic, you may have heard some of those names. <laughs> yes. um, they all came together to form Dex One and Supermedia. 
Supermedia and Dex One came together in 2013, created Dex Media. Jeez. And uh, in 2015, with a new management team kind of in place, mm-hmm. um, we created and, and really invented Thrive and launched it to the small business community. And it's been going so well for the last four years that uh, we just announced that the entire company brand, um, the, the Thrive is the name of the actual software. Mm-hmm. We're moving the company name, or we just moved the company name to Thrive. So the company now is called Thrive, and our flagship product, Thrive, is, you know, that's what we use with uh, small businesses all over the country. So I went on the website, as I do, and I found some really interesting tips and things that were uh, out there educating me, just somebody looking on the website. And part of what you do is educate small businesses. Tell us tell us about that. Yeah, so you've been on our YouTube channel, right? Absolutely. The Thrive YouTube channel. So we have different people at our headquarters that put out these short two, three, four minute videos uh, pretty routinely on just the latest and greatest in technology, what maybe an entrepreneur or small business owner needs to be doing. And that's the tough thing as a small business owner now is just keeping up it with is. the pace of change, right? Technology's just wow. you know, flying past us. And um, so, yeah, you can go to our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, we try to put some content out there that keeps you sharp. So I, I, I want to tell the listeners something I learned. So it's really cute, the little two-minute clips. Uh, and uh, a delightful teacher on YouTube named Hillary. She says, hello, this is Hillary again. So listen to what I learned. Little tips, okay. It said um, that a website needs to be loaded in two minutes or less, or you will lose your people who are coming to your website. And this was fascinating. Amazon loads in less than a half a second. Matthew, really? Well, I'm going to go back today and see how fast mine loads. So that was interesting. And then another of Hillary's tips, she was saying that Google is now ranking our websites based on how conversational our content is. So, you know, do away with all the fancy gibberish. Right. Just don't try to impress, just express yourself, your brand. It's got to be real to real people. That was interesting. And then some stats. I think these are the newest, and I'm always into fun stats. Social media and Facebook now has 2 billion active users. Twitter has 500 million. And I thought this was interesting. 70% of businesses have a Twitter account. Now, that's all interesting in social media, but I'm interested, Matthew, in you telling us some trends that we who are small businesses need to know what's happening that are best practices that I need to know and our listeners need to know? So from a, I, w- I would say from a technology standpoint, it, it's right here. It's, yep. it's the mobile okay. phone, right? So you saw those stats around if your website takes you know forever to load, people are going to jump to the next site. Um, it's actually down to a few seconds, really. So some of the best companies in the world, you go on Amazon and, and those their websites load very quickly. It's very easy to navigate. So as a small business owner, your website, first it needs to be found, right? But then if somebody actually does interact with it, mm-hmm. it needs to be set up for you know iPhones and Samsungs and different things like that. But it needs to be really quick, too. It needs to be easy to use, load really fast. And... Um, so I, I would. That's a really big point. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we need to have someone that really knows what they're doing in developing our websites. 
Yes, yes, you do. I think it's really vital for small businesses to take their, their web presence really seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Any other tips for small businesses that you can... Well, Tell there's there's that. a lot. Uh, uh, I don't know if you have a few days here for this podcast, but the um, so you know you mentioned social media, yes, right. And if you look at really the stats right now of how often people are, you know, how much time they're spending on their mobile device, too much, right? Exactly. I think <laughs> eMarketer came out with three and a half hours recently is the average American spends on their phone. You know, you I don't know if you've been to the dentist lately. You have great teeth, so it looks like you've been to the dentist, but yes, the I have. Um, you know, you go there and you sit in the waiting room and nobody's reading the magazines or conversating anymore. They're, they've got their legs crossed and they're just scrolling through. That's true. And that's normally on Facebook, that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're reading different news, you know, apps maybe that they follow and everybody's just eyeballs are right there. So I think it's really important that um, small businesses recognize that, right? And they have a presence on the social media outlets and they keep it um, updated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really important because that's just where people are hanging out. That's where their attention is. It just is what it is. I still have people who will say, I am not doing Facebook. I'm not, you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, who cares where I'm going, where someone is going to lunch or who they're talking to. That's old school. So you that's, just have to. I tell small businesses that all the time. Like, look, you, you know, you don't have to be posting your, your lunch that you bought at Panera, you know. Um, but you're, the people that would be a potential client, you know, they, they expect certain things. They have certain expectations from a business in 2019. Mm-hmm. And one of those is that they want to be able to know what's going on based on what you're put, putting on social media. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to interact with you through a social media outlet. And uh, so, yeah, you don't have to be social media savvy if you're a business owner, but your business needs to be. Yes. Right. And that's what I try to coach entrepreneurs to that all the time. And isn't that part of what the app does is deal with the social media of a small business? Yeah, so one of the things that we see across the board, many small businesses all over the country, is that, you know, you blink and it's been two weeks since you put, you try to make a concerted effort to post regularly on Facebook and Instagram, but you blink and it's been two weeks, you haven't put anything on there, right? Very true. So our software um, will actually help you schedule out posts, will, um, and here's another thing, you know, if you're a, a local business owner, it's like, what do you even post? You know, what do you even put out there that people yeah. are going to care about or going to read about? So our software scrapes in really good articles around their industry. and They um, find them? They, we actually have a content library within Thrive that you can go into, and it'll help you create a posting plan for the next two to three months. So like July 4th's coming up, yes. right? Or so it just, just happened, just right? Was. And then... You know, this summer school, you know, back to school. Um, so, you know, you would actually get some relevant ideas around what you should be posting at this time in the year. And we just help them uh, come up with content and really manage what's being put out there on those platforms. That's amazing. Well, that leads to one of the things you're doing so uh, so new. So you're, you have this role over here in sales number one salesperson how many years in a row every year and then you were tapped on the shoulder to start what the thrive foundation yes yeah, tell I us did. about that yeah so um at the, you know I, I i consider what thrive does already to be a pretty philanthropic endeavor i mean we're helping small business america but to really double down on that um our company launched the uh, the Thrive Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization aimed to really celebrate but further small business entrepreneurship around the country. 
And um, we announced that at the X conference in October last year. Our CEO, Joe Walsh, was on stage, and he announced that. And we've put everything kind of together, and we've started hosting events and, and um, putting the uh, foundation together. It's been great, and uh, we launched it this year. What are you doing for small businesses? You, you showed me this, that um, you, had a, you hosted last year a whole conference where small businesses could come in and learn, and you're going to do more of those. So let's say my listener out here is, like me, a small business, and I need help. I mean, seriously, I, I need Thrive. I need that product. That's number one. <laughs> but having said that, just like I asked you earlier, Matthew, the trends, I, I, I'm so busy, and so are you, I know, doing the work and doing the research for my work and I don't have a lot of extra time to go out and and interact with other small businesses so take us down the journey of what you're doing to educate us so with the foundation there's really three pillars right there's we, we look to empower through education um, we've partnered with a great organization the SBDC the Small Business Development Center which I would encourage every small business owner to locate their local SBDC office. But they're at the, the SBDCs around the country, um, they, they offer education, right? And they bring people in to, it could be anything on the new tax plan. It could be on, you know, how to, you know, your insurance. Um, and a lot of things that they train on are um, technology, what technology you need to be using, what's happening in social media, like the questions you're asking, right? Mm -hmm. And so our foundation has um, a, a small business ambassador program within it, and we will actually send these very accomplished uh, small business ambassadors to those events. Experts and, in different areas? Yeah, so like the small business ambassadors at the Thrive Foundation have had years of uh, experience working with, you know, small businesses all over the country. And that's really the thing that small businesses ask me. They want to know what other people like them are doing to be exactly. successful. Sure. And so when we go in and we do these educational meetings, we just did one a couple months ago in Dallas. Um, you know, we're, we're showing not what we think they should do, but what really successful people are doing. We're mm -hmm. like showing them the blueprint for what a 2019 small business owner is doing. And so we, we do that through education. The, ne the next piece of the foundation is um, development. You know, we, we speak and, and work with vocational schools, high school organizations like the FBLA, the Future Business Leaders of America, and we do a lot of work by in-kind donating, uh, giving our Thrive software away to um, women-owned businesses. We focus on women-owned businesses, minorities, veteran-owned businesses, and coming in 2020, we will actually, it's on the roadmap, we have small business grants that um, about 1% of the Thropic profits from Thrive are going to fund the, the foundation. And uh, we'll have small business grants that local entrepreneurs all across the country can either go online and apply for, or we'll have these events where we partner with different people in different communities. It's almost like this Shark Tank style oh. event where they come in and they pitch their idea for a grant. Yes. And so we'll have a few events like that in 2020. And um, really just trying to celebrate and further entrepreneurship all around the country. And you know, thank you for all that information and for the work you're doing. You're taking uh, an enterprise business and you're 
giving back in some fabulous ways. What about what you're doing do you love the most? Well, um, you know, I got into this industry because I just wanted to make some money, right? I was broke and, and just what's wanted, your story? Yeah, and you know, I, I um, took a sales job at a marketing company uh, ten, about 10 years ago, but it was working with small businesses. And, um, and what was pretty cool about that company was it was a variety of different small businesses. It wasn't, you know, we didn't work with just restaurants or just, you know, uh, uh, dental practices. It was, we tried to help. So the variety every day of, you know, you might be in a very high-end, you know, law firm in the morning in your you know, suit and tie, and then you might be on a farm with a you know, tree service guy in the afternoon. And so the variety of that I really liked. And what you kind of find out as you start working with small businesses, it's just the impact that they make mm-hmm. in the economy, in, in, you know, around the country. And um, you, know, you travel a lot, I know you just you got a big trip coming up, and you go to New York and Dallas here, and you fly in, you see all these big buildings, and they've got, you know, I just came back from San Francisco, the Salesforce Tower, and Golden State Warriors play at the Oracle Arena, yep. you know. You don't see small businesses on these big no. buildings, and, and um, you see them like on the Little League baseball team jerseys or they're sponsoring the high school you know this and that or they're part of the community and I think you know just the whole community vibe of working with small businesses and the impact that they make it's um, I just love it you know I I really do and and I think if you came to our headquarters which I think you're going to do absolutely um, down the road you'll see a bunch of people that are just like me that they want you know they really they kind of you know it does feel like a philanthropic thing that you're doing I can't tell that you're happy about it at all, Matthew. Yeah. (laughs) I I also have to go back to what I read about you when you sent your bio. You're quite a golfer. You got a scholarship to the University of North Alabama. Right. I did. That's where I met my wife, yeah. Oh, well, that was, see, you were supposed to go there for sure. Yeah. Now two small kids, right? She she hit the lottery, right? There so. you go. <laughs> right. Um, so golf, you're, you've been a great golfer for a long, long time. I'm curious to know how, from a leadership standpoint, some of the things about being uh, a dedicated golfer that you are has impacted or is relevant to just leadership and what you're doing now. Can you make any connections there? Yeah, I know you and I had talked about this. And, um, you know, I think small, like entrepreneurship, small business, winning in business, being successful, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and being successful in golf, there's a common theme is you've got to be mentally tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for the faint of heart. You've, you've really got to enjoy what you do. Um, you know, you, you said your husband was a golfer, right? Yes. And, and I, when you play golf, you're out there for four or five hours, usually during a round of golf. And, you know, if you're a good golfer, like some of us, you, you know, you might hit the ball, putt, you know, 70 times in a day. And, but that only takes, it takes a couple seconds to hit a golf ball. <laughs> so really, you know, you're out there for four or five hours, but you're physically only doing something for two or three minutes. So if you're out there for four hours, so, you know, you're th- three hours and 57 minutes, you're just thinking, you're walking around, and, and you have to be focused. You have to be mentally tough to be good at golf. And I see the translation to business because not every day is going to go well. Not every day is going to be – but you got to think long-term. You've got to make sure that, um, you know, you have the right game plan, that you're – you know, and, and I, the people that I've met over the years that are successful small businesses, they're just mentally tough people. And um, Is that something you can learn, to be mentally tough? 
I don't know. You know, I think there's a little bit of it's innate. You know, a little bit of it's um, maybe where you came from. Mm. And um, but I think that you know, if what's so cool about technology now is that you know you don't have to know Warren Buffett to listen to his YouTube videos and read his book and you know. So I think people nowadays have so much access to great information that. You know, you you don't. I think you can. You know, you may not be the most mentally tough person now, but six months from now, if you read the right content, if you hang out the right, with the right people, mm-hmm. you can be tougher than you are now. And um, so, I don't know if it's something that you're born with or whatnot, but I, I think toughness is something. Grit is something that you can develop. Discipline. It's discipline, partly right. discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? Anything else? Well, just speaking of discipline, you know, I uh, um, I'm a big Nick Saban fan being from Alabama, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, um, he talks about discipline a lot. And, um, you know, I, I think when you think of discipline, you might think of Colonel West, somebody that you've had yes. on your podcast before. We think of maybe the military. But, you know, I find that if you're just, like the small businesses that I work with that are just really motivated, they have something big that they're working for. Mm-hmm. It just makes you more disciplined. It makes you do the small things. You know, I think a lot of people that you would say are not disciplined – you know, they're just not working for something big that they're, you know, they're not really shooting for something that pulls them out of bed every morning to do the little small stuff that nobody really wants to do today. But, um, you know, so I think discipline's, you know, this really hyped up thing. But I think if you just have a huge goal, mm-hmm. it's going to make you be pretty disciplined. You know, that's interesting you're mentioning that because I just had a talk to self last week. And uh, I think I heard this on a podcast or something. But... They were just talking about focus. Okay, so we know as as business owners the importance of focus. I'll speak for myself. I also know how we can get unfocused by being pulled. Like you say, the world is changing so fast. There's so much to do, so much to learn, so many more appointments to go on, so many more people to meet and so forth. So staying focused, that's something we all know, right? And yet the words were always think about re or reprioritizing and reorganizing so here's what that did for me just as a tip need to be on that little tip thing so right. so i thought about okay that's so true how can i reprioritize i need to i need to get back to focus that's what i'm saying and then what can i do to reorganize Matthew, I spent a day, (laughs) really, on my computer just reorganizing my Outlook files and deleting and going, oh, should I delete? Yes. Should I delete? Valerie, delete. Yes. I mean, it was was so freeing. And so little tips like that. Well, you know, that's another. So um, people ask me all the time, you know, what are two or three things that small businesses do that are really successful. One, you know, Salesforce actually just released a, the company that small businesses lose about, I think it's about 50 days a year to manual tasks. It's about a, a day a week to doing manual tasks, like you going through your Outlook calendar, deleting that, you know, uh-huh. it's freeing, you're cluttering, decluttering your, um, but there's a way that you could use technology that would actually go ahead and do that. Maybe it's emails that you know you, you could th- you know throw them in different folders and different things like that so thrive is trying to save time and give those 50 days back to you know small businesses and um but i get asked stuff like that all the time the software sounds really incredible i'm i'm eager to go out and see more about it so i'd love to ask you about um 
who has been in your in your career so far, Matthew? Who's been the biggest influencer for you? Well, um, I was, uh, you know, I have pretty incredible parents. So, um, you know, I think you have to start there. Um, I um, look at different business people. You know, it's it's so funny. Like I mentioned, like there's these great business people out there, and because they have so much content and so readily a- available, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, you know, for instance, uh, Truett Cathy, the CEO, founder of Chick Fil A. I just read a few of his books. I feel like that's you know part of a, a, mm. a potential mentor for me, but. Um, I think if you came to our company and you and you met Joe Walsh, our CEO, mm-hmm. um, I think that you, you really can't work for Thrive and not mention him, too. So mm-hmm. he's been a big influence on me. That's a wonderful thing to be able to say, I work for a company who's, who I admire the founder or, or person that's running it so much. I look up to them. That's part of what this show is about, is bringing, bringing those kinds of, of awarenesses to listeners to say be the kind of leader you'd want to follow exactly right so what a nice thing i hope joe's watching this show (laughs) when you said that valerie on the last five minutes of the show we only have five minutes left okay Um, just a question regarding uh, integration Uh, matthew was talking about how the the the, um the uh, software integrates seamlessly seamless in a seamless way uh with uh, a lot of features that uh, small business owners may use so uh would, matthew would you mind uh, delving into into that yeah so um with thrive i mean they you know we we meet businesses all the time that um they already have a lot of what thrive does with other companies right they may have um, they may be keeping up their customer list on quickbooks or or companies like that mm-hmm. and thrive plays nice with those with those platforms so wow. um, we integrate with about I think it's about 1100 different um, uh, platforms and so um, wow, our software amazing. will actually connect and talk to these these other businesses and uh, these other tools that small businesses may be using um, and it uh, really makes for a nice transition you know if you if they just absolutely had to go cold turkey from what they currently were using to us, it's a it's a pretty tough transition. But our team's in place to really make that a pretty seamless effort. So okay, so in my little simple mind, let me see if I have this right. So uh, I'm using a scheduling tool. Right. That's separate. I'm using an invoicing tool. That's separate. I'm using a social media tool. Several. That's separate. Uh, what else am I doing? You could inter- website management yes the website management that's right Anna so you're saying uh, that that this one software could pull to, could do all of that with one thing on my and you said earlier that it could be run while I'm in my car on my app on my yeah hopefully phone. at a stoplight right so yes. they um, they so that's look, amazing that it, it is and we in 2015, when we were looking at, you know, we wanted to provide relevant tools and when we were launching Thrive, mm-hmm. we did extensive studies with, mm-hmm. and we partnered with Google, we partnered with the local search association, and we really polled thousands of small businesses. And they said that they knew they needed to be doing these tools, but they wanted it all in one place. Sure. You know, they didn't want to work with six or seven different people, you know, 
800 numbers and emails and um, they wanted it all in one spot. And so that's why we created Thrive so that you can manage all those different aspects of your business in one spot. And um, that's in that's a nutshell cool. what Thrive's doing. Yeah. And the other tip that you gave uh, earlier before the show was I asked you, speaking of the DRC sponsoring this show, I ask you the importance of small businesses being engaged with, in our city, DRC. What's the trend there? Well, I would, when I'm giving advice to small businesses and I'm working, the ones that I see that are doing really well mm -hmm. now are really embedded in their community. I mean, really small businesses are what separates your the cities, right? They're the, what makes the, the, the city that you're in unique. You bet, growth. Um, but the ones that I see doing really well are, are um, really involved in the community, involved in the chamber. I was talking to you about Chick-fil-A, right? And yes. Chick-fil-A took off in the 70s. So it was founded in 67, took off in the 70s because they were putting the stores inside malls. Shopping malls were being built. And their CEO, you know, his, his message to all the operators were, be the mayor of the mall. Be the oh. best tenant, uh -huh. know the other tenants, you know, and just be the mayor of the mall. And then when they started in the 80s building the standalone stores outside the malls, their message to the store owners then were, you know, be the mayor of your community. Mm. And the business owners that I see doing really well, they're involved locally with networking groups, the schools. They, you know, because we're all fighting obscurity and awareness. You know, we need people to be aware of our podcast, our um, small business. And, um, you know, if you're really involved locally, I think mm -hmm. you're going to be successful moving forward as a small business owner. And and that isn't a sales pitch. That's really the truth. I can tell you, having been involved this many years with uh, the DRC, what a difference it's made in in friendships, in business relationships, and then friendships from that. It's it. You're right. It, it's a it's a one stop shop where to go. Sure. Yeah. It's been a joy to have you on the show. I've learned a lot. I can't wait to go out and see the headquarters and yeah, look we're at your you. app and yeah. all of that. And I wish you the very, very best in this foundation. One final thing, you mentioned that you're going to have other uh, conferences around the country for small businesses. So how can our listeners find out where they are and, and what will be involved with them? So you can follow uh, Thrive on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and you can also go to the thrivefoundation.org. We're going to have a schedule of events planned, and what's neat about it is we have these in-person um, seminars, mm -hmm. but we also have webinars so that if, if you don't have maybe a, uh, an event close to where you live, um, you can register for free and go on and listen online, and um, that's at thrivefoundation.org. That's great. Lots of good information, yeah. Matthew. Thank you so much for being on the show. Okay. And thank you, listeners, as always. You know how very much I appreciate you being a part of this show. And uh, I also want to just say that uh, remember how important it is when you watch and when you listen. I want you to subscribe. I want you to share. And I want you to stay tuned. In the meantime, if there's something I can do to help you be more successful with building your brand, you just send me an email at Valerie at Valerie and Company, all spelled out, dot com. Valerie at Valerie and Company dot com. And in the meantime, stay authentic, keep your brand strong, and keep going for it. Till next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, valerieandcompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again. 
to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.